0: We have now reached 100,000 deaths from those who have contracted COVID within 28 days. Yet a key question is why has it been so difficult for the government to respond effectively? At the moment, the government remains unaccountable. This is partly because the opposition, I would argue, has not been very effective and have landed very few blows on their policy. And maybe that's just natural. It's a new opposition and it doesn't really have many avenues to hold this government to account. But I would argue select committees have been far more effective in holding this government to account. And uh, in the course of this podcast, I'm going to discuss some of the activities of the select committees over the past few weeks and months. And why I argue that select committees are probably the best bit of the House of Commons at the moment. Now, for a deeper look at why the government is in a state of confusion, you need to understand the role of Tory backbenchers. Mark Harper leads the Orwellian Sounding Covid Recovery Group, the CRG, a club consisting of Covid deniers who have questioned the science throughout the crisis, uh, instead demanding the government prioritise the economy. They have opposed all restrictions, mounting the first rebellion against the government late last year at the beginning of December when they voted against the tier system and 42 MPs opposed the imposition of tier 4. It was only through Labour votes that the government got that passed. Of course, it turned out that tier 4 restrictions were never going to be enough and the government had to go into lockdown in part because the CRG lobbied the government to relax rules over Christmas. Now, to find out more about the CRG, I've written a lot about them in my most recent news bulletin and you may go to my website and subscribe to that and access the archive. Now, on education, the head of the CRG, Mark Harper, said on BBC Radio 4's Today programme that once you vaccinate the first four groups by mid-February, you have to reduce, you're going to reduce the number of deaths and you're going to reduce by half the number of hospitalizations. So he argued, in effect, that schools should reopen. In effect, the impact of lung COVID and the prevalence of the new variant and the impact this has on teachers and parents and their families is discounted by Mark Harper and the CRG because, of course, his obsession is to restart the economy. Yet, as Professor Devi Sridhar has argued... It is not a binary choice between COVID and the economy. You can have both. Working with Mark Harper is arguably the more influential Graham Brady. He's the chair of the important 1922 committee of backbenchers. And this is a a grouping, a really important grouping, that brings together all of the conservative backbenchers. Now, as I said, it's an important committee, and uh, I've put up a link on one of my news bulletins. Uh, on how that committee functions. Uh, But it's uh, it's suffice to say, Tory prime ministers need to be careful about opposing the 1922 committee and its members. Now, separately from the CRG and the uh, 1922 committee, uh, the chair of the Education Select Committee has been in the news. Robert Halfon has called for the government to prioritise vaccinations of all teachers after the first four categories are vaccinated. Robert Halfon recently voted with the uh, Labour Party in a motion uh, against the party whips. And this was a Labour Party motion to uh, delay the cancellation of a £20 uplift for universal credit payments. And Robert Halfon felt confident enough uh, to oppose his party whips because, of course, Robert Halfon is chair of a very important select committee and uh, he's got an alternative pathway now to uh, to form a career in parliament the conservatives whipped as uh, as a result of a rebellion on the back benches uh, to abstain on the non-binding uh, opposition day motion which was passed by the way and it was passed with seven conservatives including robert Halfin. The government abstained instead of risking a greater rebellion by another backbench committee, uh, the Northern Research Group. The Northern Research Group are a newly formed committee of blue-wall Northern MPs uh, that want the government to get serious about the levelling-up agenda. In effect, they're a a Northern pressure group within the Conservative Party and they argue that the levelling-up agenda, the agenda that the Conservatives started, uh, back in 2019, after the general election, uh, they that's not been met, and uh, they certainly are against the 20 pound uplift from being uh, from being dropped. Okay, so the Tories are split, but what's new? I think a deeper analysis you can put into essays is uh, the mention of the 2010 reforms. Now, the Conservatives are beholden to backbenchers, and that's because the backbenchers have become far more assertive since the right reforms of 2010. Uh, Robert Halfon and other uh, rebels within the party are more willing to rebel because they now see alternative power bases. They now see alternative ways by which they can continue their careers, and it's not through government ministries. Select committees are now an alternative route for careers. Uh, This makes for messy politics with small interest groups within the Conservative Party having disproportionate strength. However, of course, it does allow the select committees to have greater forms of scrutiny. Uh, Now, that's not to say that Keir Starmer hasn't had, um, hasn't landed some blows. Boris Johnson was briefly lost for words when Keir Starmer a Prime Minister's Questions two weeks back pulled out an astonishing revelation that whilst Johnson criticised The meagre, gruel-like school dinners meted out by private firm Chartwells, uh, they probably were responding to the actual Department of Education recommendations that were found on their website. The boss of the said company whose uh, miserliness uh, would not look out of place in a Dickensian novel earned nearly $5 last year. On the same day, Johnson also had an uncomfortable phone conversation with Britain's new national hero, Marcus Rashford, the 24-year-old campaigner for free school meals. In the modern era, a celebrity can emulate the work of pressure groups. This takes celebrity endorsement to another level, cutting out the pressure group middleman. And surely this is noteworthy for any essays you write. Now, two weeks back, uh, select committees were really in the news for a, a host of reasons. There were a number of really important select committee hearings. Nadeem Zahawi was up uh, at the Commons Science and Technology Committee and uh, he was talking about the rollout of uh, vaccines. Now, Nadeem Zahawi is a so-called vaccine czar and uh, he is the minister who's responsible for uh, for, for uh for trying to meet the targets of the government by mid february of 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 reaching the first four, four categories there's a really good program on Nadeem Zahawi it's called, it's a profile a bbc profile program on bbc radio 4 you can find it on the sounds app and it's worth listening to on some of on on some background on zahawi But Zahawi seems to be doing a pretty good job. Um, You know, it seems to be that they are going to meet those mid-February targets. And the question really is whether they're going to be able to extend that anytime soon because of supply issues. Talking about select committees, the Prime Minister attended the Commons Liaison Committee two weeks back as well. And it was a biannual meeting with select committee chairs. If you know anything about the select committee, it's an opportunity uh, for the the, uh, the li- Liaison Committee, which which consists of all the Select Committee chairs to question the Prime Minister. They questioned the Prime Minister for a number of hours, and uh, it was a really revealing uh, Select Committee. Uh, you may know about it because of an exchange uh, that went w- viral between the Scottish Affairs Select Committee chair, SMP's Pete Wishart, Uh, when he questioned Boris Johnson on independence. And Johnson insisted that the 2014 referendum would not be rerun. And he said to Richard that uh, he was not intending to allow uh, the Scots another referendum. Uh, But also you may know about, you may know that liaison committee, because the head of the Home Affairs Select Committee, Yvette Cooper, uh, did a pretty good job in holding the government to account. And so these select committees are becoming far more assertive in recent years. In recent days, uh, if you remember a couple of weeks back, actually, uh, the chair of the Health Select Committee on that Monday when uh, when uh, the government went into lockdown, Jeremy Hunt sent out an unprecedented tweet where he said uh, things are getting really bad and, and the, the country needs to shut down straight away. And it was said that it was after that intervention by the Health Select Committee chair, a conservative backbencher, by the way, uh, that led Boris Johnson to to conduct a U-turn. In the morning, he was saying schools are safe. In the evening, he was saying schools are a vector of transmissions. And of course, uh, the rest is history and he shut down the country. And I think that was partly because of the intervention of the very influential Jeremy Hunt. He was also an ex-health secretary. So in summary, these select committees are actually quite important. And in recent weeks, I suspect they've done a better job than uh the leader of the opposition for all the reasons I've mentioned in this podcast, uh, I hope that helps uh look out for a free webinar i'm going to host very soon on some more um some more examples you can use in essays and I think that you know you've got to make sure you've you're up to date with contemporary examples and uh do obviously follow my uh news bulletin and I send out a summary of the news every week uh with some links to 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 relevant stories and it's worth following that I think. And and do follow my website. I've got some really great articles that I'm uploading uh, to give you examples and, and, and obviously help you with constructing essays. And I've also put up on my website uh, some really important webinars looking at um, how to uh, answer a 30 mark question and a 30 mark source based question. And I'm going to do one very soon on uh, political ideas. But as always, uh, do make sure you keep safe and uh, do make sure you keep motivated in these really uncertain times.